Now, tonight, as I teased in the intro, we have another first for Local Music Live. Last week, we welcomed Pink Lemonade Records to the show as our first interview with a record label. And tonight, we are thrilled to welcome a Kitchener-Waterloo DJ that spins all kinds of great tracks from house to funk to dubstep and more. Welcome to Local Music Live, Layla Morrison, a.k.a. DJ Slayla. Hey there, how's it going? It's going very well. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks now, for having me. I have a question for you. Um, if the first question is a bit more of like an interview etiquette question. Okay. What DJs prefer? Do you prefer your DJ name or do you prefer sort of your out and about civilian name when you're doing interviews? Well, for me, me in particular, um, Layla and Slayla are used interchangeably. Uh, my Slayla was a nickname given to me by my friends like six or seven years ago, and it kind of stuck. So people, my friends at least, will use Layla and Slayla back and forth. It's fine. <laughs> Well, I'm honestly, Slayla is such a badass name. Like, I love that. So I'm just going to say DJ Slayla sort of throughout the program. Sick. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> so like I mentioned, you are the first DJ that we've had on the program. And uh, when we have bands and songwriters on, I usually like to start the interview by asking about their music origin story. Can you tell me a little bit about how you sort of fell in love with music and how it kind of, you sort of charted this path for yourself? Um, well, I kind of like my musical journey was like very much like self-discovery and I discovered like everything I liked like mainly on my own I didn't grow up in a grow up in a musical household um the, the radio wasn't on um so I had to seek it out so it allowed me to like find things I otherwise wouldn't have like been normally uh exposed to like um like around like 2012 like Skrillex was super big but also I was a big fan of Dead Mouse. Yeah. But then I became more interested in like funk musicians and and things like that. Um like Bill Withers, Aretha Franklin and stuff like that. So there's some of those um influences as well. So yeah. you kind of started off like, you know, Skrillex, Dead Mouse sort of that contemporary DJ electronic style and then worked your way back into some of the more classic uh, songs? Yeah, um, like all over the place. Like I listened to a lot of rock, alt rock, indie stuff. Like it, I was all over the place. Like I was, I had access to the internet and infinite amounts of music. So I was just constantly looking for more new, old, and like my curi curiosity could not be like contained. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's a great way to describe it though, right? I mean, like with the advent of the internet, you have essentially unlimited capacity to explore all these different kinds of music. What was like one of the first songs that stuck, it, that stu uh, stuck out to you and sort of made you think like, oh my gosh, like I have been missing this. Um, Dead Mouse, Raise Your Weapon sticks with me. Um, there's something about that vocal and it's like a really long house tune so you're kind of like I don't know you're forced to listen to the same thing over and over and over again and there is uh, I forget the name of it but there's a concept where um, repetition eventually your brain likes it okay yeah I think it's constanza it's like an Italian word. Okay. Um, and I that kind of like really drilled it in for me. Like this is like beautiful female vocal over top of this really repetitive track. It kind of just like really stuck with me. Like, cool. like 12, 
15 years now. This is great. I mean, yeah. honestly, this is a, a term that I'm not familiar with, so I'll have to take a look at that song yeah. and keep an eye out for it as I sort of explore other pieces of music, because I'm sure, you know, these type of concepts, right, they're sort of get pervasive throughout multiple genres. Yeah. Super cool. So did you play any instruments before, you know, getting the turntables? Um, I played the guitar very poorly. <laughs> I, uh, Don't we all? Yeah, I, uh, I knew my open chords. I could do the blues scale. Nice. Uh, that's about it. You're, you're one blues scale ahead of me then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about just the chords. Yeah, just open chords is about as far as I got. I didn't move past the fifth fret ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds, that sounds just about like when I was taking guitar lessons. And what attracted you to the turntables? Like what was it that kind of made you want to go to the more electronic side versus, you know, electric guitar? Um, it was a little bit more accessible in my mind. Um, my DJ controller cost me $350. Um, and I didn't need to know an excessive amount of theory in order to play music for, uh, and, and get up on stage. Totally. Like eventually I learned a, like a decent chunk about rhythm theory and whatnot and building a sense of rhythm, but I didn't need to know all the keys and scales and how to perform them. I'm pressing buttons, turning knobs and pushing faders. <laughs> for sure I mean that can be a little bit more like accessible right I mean from a price yeah. point level but also just like that theory piece like you said I mean not having to know the blues scale or the pentatonic scale yeah instead being able to kind of program that stuff with the help of you know different computers and different programs yeah um, how did you sort of transition into it what was your first sort of step into the DJ world um, so like I've been listening to electronic music for years and years and years and um i was having a difficult time with the uh, addiction and alcoholism and i needed something that would take as much time as i was putting into these bad habits and so djing replaced that so i was started practicing and djing to the same uh, obsessive um and addictive nature as i was taking these substances um it was a good it's a good switch, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, definitely, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, a positive thing when you can find something that's going to replace those those vices and sort of still you're able to channel those uh, you know emotions, right? That kind of uh, that desire to to feed something, but instead it's going into something positive. Yeah, for sure, and also like being in, on stage and like you look up and you see a big old crowd dancing and having a good time. That's like super awesome and it's also feels like a bit of a conversation yeah. like i am playing a song for them and they are going to let me know whether they like it or not that is a hundred percent accurate right you're feeding off the crowd yeah what was your first show that you played i played at harmony lunch rest in peace r.i.p uh, harmony right <laughs> you're right an um, uptown institution uh, that was my favorite spot was, uh, did you go there for like, was it the, for the food or for the concerts there? I worked there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was a kitchen so, manager there for nice. a while. Yeah. Um, and through working there all the time, I got to know Kyle Wappler from Have Hope Events and the other, uh, the other guys um, who threw events there. And eventually I was like, I DJ. And they kind of threw me a bone and let me play. And it was uh, just the way that the event went out. We had a pretty full house. And... I had a great time and they're like, 
the rest is kind of history. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, before we hear some of your uh, DJing, and we are going to hear a live set, live in studio from DJ Slayla, I wanted to just sort of define some terms. I mean, for I want to say for the listeners, but really, it's actually for me. <laughs> um, so as is probably pretty apparent, I have a limited knowledge of DJing, but enough to know that there are different styles. Um, there are some DJs who are more into scratching, others who are do more like programming and layers and textures and all that stuff. Can you sort of talk to the to me and to our audience a bit about those different styles of DJing? Yeah, um, so like I'll, the first like, everyone asks me, oh, you're a DJ, and then they put their hands in there and they go wicka, wicka, wicka. Um, that's like turntablism and that's super prominent within uh, hip hop and that's kind of where um, DJing kind of started um, to be at, like like getting popularity they gain popularity through like turntablism um, like there's always been like people playing records in clubs like at disco at discotheques and whatnot but it started off like you get turntablism and then you have other DJs that play like techno and house and these other like repetitive um, genres. They do a lot. Of, they can do a lot of slow blends. So that's I would just say just mixing. Um, some people like to bring in other equipment, the drum machines, and they'll program. Um, they'll program like drum loops and even instrumentals over top of their like their DJ gear, their Super DJ cool. cons. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It gets pretty in-depth. Like, there's so much technology that around it now that you can kind of put into your DJ setup what you want, and it, it'll kind of allows you to stand out in different ways. I don't do any of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are actually going to give us a taste of your DJing here. And so uh, before you get into it, can you sort of describe the, the genres or describe the style that you're going to be sharing with our audience? And then we'll have you just take it away. Um, I'll kind of be starting off with some underground driving late night techno this kind of stuff you might hear in uh a berlin club at three or four in the morning okay or uh, in kitchener waterloo at seven twenty one p.m yeah yeah <laughs> i feel like everybody needs a little bit of a headache right now of course um and then i'm probably just gonna bounce around to whatever i see fit i might play some drum and bass i might play some dubstep let's we'll see how i'm feeling awesome well i'm so excited for it let's do it for a, another local music live first, we have live music in studio. This is DJ Slayla here on Midtown Radio. If we are honest with ourselves, that the most fascinating problem in the world is who am I? What do you mean? What do you feel when you say the word I? I myself.